Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week. It keeps us in God's Word, and that's important because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our spiritual lives, on our relationship with God, and it also helps us to have a better, more spiritual frame of mind to be able to deal with life every day. Help people in your life by sharing these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. You may help somebody grow in their faith, turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. A great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We're going to continue in our line of thought and study. We're asking the Christian, uh, we're asking the question, why am I a Christian? Why am I a believer in Jesus Christ? Well, we've talked about how to be a true believer in Jesus is going to have to be more than just believing intellectually, having an agreement with what the scriptures say, or having in your mind the determination that, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I believe Jesus is the Son of God and my Lord and Savior. You have to do something with that belief. In James chapter 2, beginning with verse 17 and going through the end of that chapter, James over and over again emphasizes that faith without works, and you might want to say without obedience, dedication, commitment, service, is dead faith. Dead faith. When we read from what the Hebrews writer wrote in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, he talked about Jesus and he said, Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience, obedience through the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author or source of eternal salvation to everyone who obeys him. True faith in Jesus is obedient faith. True faith in Jesus will guide me naturally to become a Christian, to surrender to him as I repent of my sins, as Jesus said I must do in Luke chapter 13 and verse 3, except you repent, you will all likewise perish. To believe in him openly as God's Son and my Lord and Savior, as Jesus said I need to do. Uh, in, in, in John chapter 8 and verse 24, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. I need to confess him openly as my Lord and Savior and God's Son. Matthew 10, verse 32, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father in heaven. And I need to be baptized into him, into him, Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27, for the remission of my sins, to be forgiven of my sins. Acts 2 and verse 38, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. Acts 22 and verse 16, arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. Now that's true faith in Jesus. But we can really think of it as really just coming out of the starting block, so to speak, because I'm going to live. If I have true faith in Jesus, I'm going to live faithfully. And that means dedicated, committed, obedient for the rest of my life before him. Jesus said, if you love me, I'm sorry, he said, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Roman, uh, Revelation uh, 2 and verse 10, 
And he also said, if you love me, keep my commandments, John 14 and verse 15. So a life of faith, true faith, saving faith in Christ is a life that's going to lead me to become a Christian, being baptized into him for the remission of my sins, and to live that faithful, dedicated Christian life on an ongoing basis until I die physically or until he comes again if he comes back on the final day of judgment while I'm still living on this earth. Now, what are advantages? Are there any advantages to becoming a Christian, to being a true believer in Jesus that's going to lead me to be obedient to his teachings? Well, we've already, we've already emphasized the main one, and that is forgiveness and salvation through him. I've been forgiven as I became a Christian. I've been justified before God through Jesus as I became a Christian. I became a new creation spiritually. I got a do-over in life as I was baptized into Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, I've been made new. Now, another one, I've been sanctified in Christ Jesus. We think about that word sanctuary, and we say, well, this is a over here, there's this wildlife sanctuary. We understand the animals in that particular area are protected. They're protected, sanctuary. So they are set apart from all of the busyness of civilization around them. So human beings cannot just walk into that sanctuary and do whatever they want to do. In fact, they may not be able to get into that sanctuary at all because those animals have been set apart to protect them and to nurture them. Well, when we're talking about it from a spiritual perspective, it is sanctified in Christ Jesus. We, as we become Christians, as we're baptized into Christ, we are set apart. We are sanctified in Christ. When Paul wrote the 1 Corinthians letter in verse 2, he addressed it to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. Sanctified in Christ Jesus. Called to be saints with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. Now, in every one of these specific blessings that we have studied so far as to why I have become a Christian, why I am a true believer in Jesus, every single one of them is centered on being in Christ, forgiven in Christ, justified in Christ, a new creation spiritually in Christ, sanctified in Christ Jesus. We look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 9 through 11. And we read further. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Now, if there was any reason, if there was just one reason to come to Jesus for forgiveness and salvation and eternal life, that one statement would be it. If you're living in sin, then you're not going to be in heaven. Did you not know 
that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And then verse 11, and such were some of you, but, great transition word here, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. In Christ, in becoming a Christian, I was sanctified. I was set apart from the world, no longer living that worldly life. I'm no longer condemned in my sins as the scriptures would seem to indicate as are most of humanity living right now, because most of humanity is living outside of Christ, guilty of their sins. I, but I've been sanctified. When a person becomes a Christian, they're sanctified. They're set apart from the world. In Second Corinthians chapter 6 and verse, and verse 17, the apostle Paul wrote, Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not cut, uh, touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. We cannot live in the worldly ways of basically the population of the world right now and still walk with Christ, still be, still be in Christ, faithful and dedicated and forgiven and saved. I've got to be set apart. I've got to come out from among them. I can't be like the world around me. And if I'm like the world around me, then I'm lost in my sins. But I want that gift of God, which is eternal life, but it is only in Christ Jesus. So sanctified, set apart, come out from among them. The Apostle John wrote in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15, and 17, 15 through 17, that we are not to love the world. We're not to live like the world around us because, he says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. I can't walk with the world. I can't walk, live my life in worldly, sinful ways and still be right with God through Jesus. He goes on in verse 16, he says, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. As I came to believe in Jesus enough to become a Christian, I was sanctified from the world, set apart in Christ. And you know, here's another great blessing, and this is one that's really difficult for us to, I think, fully grasp and understand. I've been made the temple of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19, the Apostle Paul said, and he's writing this to Christians in Corinth, he said, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are 
not your own? The temple of the Holy Spirit. That's intriguing to contemplate. Indeed, when we look at Ephesians chapter 1 and verses 13 through 15, we read this. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. As I became a true believer in Jesus and became a Christian, somehow the Holy Spirit is with me. Now, I don't understand exactly how that is fully, but I have that promise from God. I have that assurance. And so, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 19, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. God is with me. God is with me through Jesus. God is with me through the Holy Spirit. What a blessing. What a blessing. Let's pray. Father, help us to take full advantage of the blessings that you offer us as we become true believers to the point of becoming true Christians in Christ. Thank you for those blessings, Father. Guide us, please, we pray. Please forgive us and hear a prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.